Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the few in attendance and the thousands listening around the world, let's get ready to gamble! It's week 16 of the Left Coast Gamblers. Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookson. We are back, folks. We are back. Two weeks remain in the NFL season until we get to the juicy, juicy playoffs. But this is the last chance you get to bet on teams like the Lions, the Jaguars, the Giants, the Redskins. This is the last chance you get to lose money on all those teams like you've been losing money all season. And, Drew, me and you lost a lot of money last week. We have to be better. We have to be better. Dangles, on the other hand, congratulations, big guy. Good job, you hit, you hit your triple deke. another day. Your triple deke worked, and you made money on this show. So you get to start us off, baby. How are you feeling? Oh, man, I, I just relieved mostly. I, I was worried that on the first season of the Left Coast Gamblers and I, my first season uh, like truly gambling on a weekly basis that I was going to exit the competition before the end of the season. And to me, that was unacceptable. Yeah. So I had to, I had to get something done. Uh, and fortunately, it came together for me this past week with the Bills, the Patriots, and the Packers all Huge. winning to pull my three-team parlay together. So I got a little bit more money to spend this week, and I'm going to try to make some magic happen again and stay in the fight for one more week. Dangles, you won 44 units. You went to from a half unit remaining to 44 and a half. You've clinched two straight weeks of pots to as a play with in the King of the Coast. It's what you need. As 44 a is the number. grad, I'm happy with 44. That's as good as you can get as an orangeman. And nice since we're betting 30 units a week in the King of the Coast section, happening at the end of the show. Dangles has a chance to not only keep playing, but make his money back. We started with 100 units each. All of us are under 100 right now. We all have to do work this week, gentlemen, and next week in order to get over 100 before the playoffs begin. Yeah, want to have money to play with in the playoffs. First time all year, me and you, Tony, right? Yes. Below below that, below what we started with? Yes. So we got two weeks. That's two weeks. It's easy. We're going to be fine. fine. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. We have Jersey Allen coming back in the Pick'em Challenge. He's beaten myself. He has beaten Dangles. He's facing the final, the boss round of this game. It's Schaefer the Sharp versus Jersey on in the pick'em section. Gravestones were killing two teams again. Two teams again to be put into the ground. And guys, there are some juicy, juicy matchups. Divisions will be decided this week. But first, I want to talk about a team that won't be playing in January. A team that has had the most turmoil this week and also really all year when you're looking back on it. Dangles. It's your favorite team, your little sister team other than these <laughs> Patriots. The Jacksonville Jaguars have fired, well, I guess resigned or forced out. Don't really Relieved know the wording of, of it. of his duties is the way that yes. the owner, Shad Khan, put it. Tom Coughlin is no longer the head of football operations of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I want Dangles to speak on it a little bit before Drew and I give our points. You know, look, I was in Jacksonville when Shad Khan, the current owner of the Jaguars, came in and bought the team from its founding owner, Wayne Weaver. I was working at the flagship station for the Jaguars at the time. Um, and Shad, you know, Shad came in a lot to kind of get to know, you know, the, the the media in town. And he was very clear from the beginning in all of his interviews with us um, and just in general and, you know, sort of talking that he was ready to bring a culture of winning to this team. He wanted to put Jacksonville on the map. There was a lot of talk at the time about the team maybe leaving for London. He wanted to keep the team there. He's very clear about that. And he wanted to establish a culture of winning and make a place where ja- make Jacksonville a place that was on the map. So much so that within the first couple of weeks of moving to Jacksonville, he and this is a real story, parks his giant yacht on the waterfront in downtown Jacksonville, just like it shows up one morning as a tourist attraction. And people came down there to see it. Like He wanted to make Jacksonville somewhere players and people wanted to go. And they got to that, you know, they slowly built to that point in 2017. They just get within you know arm's reach of the Super Bowl. Ten minutes, ten yep. minutes of winning the Super Bowl, and then things start to fall apart. They sink money into two quarterbacks they shouldn't have. Instead of paying defensive players, they should have. Um, they end up getting running into trouble with some of their biggest players, Leonard Fournette and Jalen Ramsey. And yep. then we find out that the team over the last two years has accounted for more than twenty-five percent of the grievances. Players on the Jaguars have accounted for more than twenty-five percent of the grievances filed against to the players' union, the NFLPA. That's an enormous Enormous number. It's a huge number, and let me explain what that means. It's pretty much uh, you can get fined by the NFL and try to fight that, but also the teams themselves can in- implement fines onto you for whatever they see fit. But there are rules and guidelines on what the teams can and cannot fine you for, including Jacksonville and the offseason programs forcing their injured players to come into their facility for rehab. That is not in their contracts. The NFLPA has fought for this in the in the last union meeting, the back when they were trying to get the contract settled between the owners and the NFLPA. They said you do not have to go to the to the actual facilities of the team in the offseason. Tom Coughlin and the Jaguars made people do that and then fined them for not doing that. These are most of these grievances. Dangles, 
Shad Khan had a lot to say about letting Tom Coughlin go, and Shad Khan, being the owner, said some things that are not ownership things to say. He was very strongly worded in what he said. Yeah, he was. Well, I mean, the, the players, first of all, the Players uh, Association statement was incredibly strong in basically telling, and I'm paraphrasing, this isn't the exact words, but they basically warned players to be cautious when choosing their next club, and if that might be the that's a very strong, and if that might be the Jaguars. That's an incredibly strong statement to come from the Players Union. In his statement, Shad Khan actually said in part, and again, I'm paraphrasing here, but I am reading right from it on the Jaguars Twitter feed that he determined earlier this fall that the plan was to remove Coughlin after this season. But in recent weeks, he'd reconsidered his decision and decided to make the change immediately. He goes on to say that Dave Caldwell, the GM, and Doug Marone, the head coach, will each report directly to me on an interim basis. And quote, that does not sound good. That's ominous to me yes. uh, for both of them saying your asses are on the line. And his final sentence, my expectations and those of our fans for our final two games and the 2020 season are high yep. that's it to me that's a, this is and this goes back to my original point shot Khan has always expected a culture of winning he doesn't care that jacksonville's a small market team he doesn't care that they don't have a, a record of winning in the past he has high expectations and he's going to make changes when things haven't come together and coughlin made a series of decisions that put them here and now they're left to clean up the pieces my last thing i'll say is that uh winning fixes all wounds and if gardner Minshew pans out to be as good as it seems like he potentially could be i'm willing to bet a lot of jacksonville fans will overlook this but i'll tell you right now those fans in jacksonville and i know a lot of them do not want to go back to the days of being the Bagwars. They've had to rebuild too many times. They're tired of starting over. They want to see success, and I know they won't expect anything less going forward. Yeah. Drew, what do you have to say about uh, uh, Tom Coughlin? I mean, with all due respect, Dangles, like Minshew to be as good. I mean, no one knew about Gardner Minshew before he came into this year with Minshew Mania. We've seen him regress, no. you know, this year. So Nobody knew like, about Tom Brady before he got into the oh game that God. day. I'm just saying, okay. I'm not saying Minshew. Okay, no, okay. I'm okay, not stop, saying Minshew's going to be stop, Tom stop, Brady. Stop, stop, stop. All uh, I'm saying, he's after the nipples. I'm just, I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm just curious about Nick Foles. Like no one talks about Nick Foles. They signed Nick Foles. Nick Foles, Foles to is a terrible. Big con- Exactly. So they I, they signed him to a big contract. Now Coughlin's out. They need leadership in that position. They've yes. signed, they signed. They drafted Blake Bortles. They signed Nick Foles. Now Minshew Mania. Uh, Ramsey's out. I think they need a complete revamp of obviously leadership. I'm I'm saying the obvious here, but Jacksonville. With their, with their London fan base and their desire, like you said, Dangles, to really produce a winner, they need to make a right hire because whatever yeah. they're doing does not seem to be working. And, again, an unbelievable run two years ago, the AFC Championship, very close to going to the Super Bowl. It seems it's just crazy how that fell. It seems like a distant memory now, doesn't it? Yes, it, it does. seems like so far, so far gone from as that. the world turns. And man. they did it with Blake Bortles as quarterback. Yep. Well, this is so, a, yeah, this is a very different. Thing. This is a very different team now. Two things I want to say. I believe t- truly that the jury is still out on Nick Foles. He had an okay start to his season, broke his collarbone, right. came back, and obviously his 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 game was not there. I saw the same thing when Aaron Rodgers went down with the same injury. Those first few games back, you think the throw is there and it goes a little bit short because your power is not there. Jury is still out on Nick Foles. I think that contract is still too big, but I think he can play quarterback for them next year. But Shad Khan, savvy businessman. No one can deny him that. If I was him, I would be furious at what the NFLPA stated, stated yes. in their letter. Furious. I'm sure he at is. At what they stated. Because not they, they did say the 25 grievances, you can't fight facts. But to have them end their official newsletter, this is not a tweet from Troy Vincent. This is their official newsletter. It ended with, quote, you as players may want to consider this when you have a chance to select your next club. If I'm Shad Khan, that is detrimental to me as an organization in the competitive atmosphere of free agency. And I would be furious at the NFLPA for stating an opinion in an, in an article of fact. That is a flat-out opinion. I mean, they are yes. a labor union. They're going to do that kind of thing. No, you cannot do that and detriment one of the 32 clubs in the NFL. Because I guarantee you, out of the 25%, why aren't we seeing the numbers of the other teams out there saying, hey, Green Bay has uh, has 10% of these grievances. You might want to go to Green Bay either. That is detrimental to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and Shad Khan should have something to say about that and have an he argument may. against the NFL PA. Let's talk about bad calls for a second. Before we move on to gravestones, let's end this opening segment with some of the worst beats in the week of— in the 
the in the season of the NFL. Can I go first? Mainly being, well, no, I just want to explain <laughs> it. Can I go first? Mainly being Philadelphia against Washington. Washington has the ball left. They're trying to get a last-second Hail Mary type lateral play. Who knows what could happen? Try to win this game. Played Philadelphia as hard as they could and was in that game the whole We're game. We're the better team. We're, yes, I could say that. We're the better team. Dwayne Haskins then is getting pressure. He doesn't know what to do, and he laterals it backwards right to a Philly defensive lineman who runs it in for the score, and Philly covers off of that play. Ruined uh, my bet. Ruined Drew's bet. Drew, let's uh, hear what's going on with you, buddy. Our, our, our amazing uh, our, uh, guest host, Ryan Hurd. Picker, Ryan Hurd. We're in a pool, as he said. We're 2-2. Two and two. We need to win we need to go three and two to kind of keep pace with the last two weeks striking yep. distance. We have the Redskins four and a half. Yeah, I'm in Honolulu Airport. First world, first world problems. I know I'm, I'm in Hawaii on work. Yeah, he's got I'm a going, tan. I'm going through security. Okay, I look at my phone. I put it in the little tray bin. I reach my phone. I have 20 text messages. <laughs> I go, this isn't good. And I look and I see the final score. They lost by 10. Yep. And this is what I had to wear. Oh, oh, hold on. He's wearing a hat right now. He's putting on a hat with a pineapple on it and beads, big-ass beads. That's what he's wearing through security as he has to go through this, as he struggles to get the headphones back on. It is a challenge for Shape of the Shark. So imagine me looking like this, losing a bet in that fashion, and having to be nice to flight attendants. <laughs> Dangles, can you see this? <laughs> it was a rough flight home. That's all I'll say. It, 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 was, it, was one of those, it was one of those that just it, it buckled your knees. This is why fantasy kills you, too. We talked last week. Sometimes gambling takes the life out of you, but it's just it, 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 sometimes life expectancy is shortened and lengthened by these little that you can't control it, Drew. You cannot control the ins and outs of gambling and of football. But uh, listen, rookie Dwayne Haskins, if something like that happens, don't lateral it backwards. What are you hoping to, to make it, happen it on looked, that play? It looked like little giants. Hey, fantasy. Hey, we got a fantasy game coming for the playoffs. Oh, so it's so much you. fun. Wild it's so card. Much it's fun. a great invention by wild, Mr. Cavallo. Wild card weekend. We have an uh, NFL fantasy game coming, but let's move on to Gravestones because we got to kill two teams and we're running out of time on these playoff teams, guys. Got to make some big decisions this week. That's our open of our show. Pick 'em challenge coming. King of the Coast coming, but next, Gravestones. Left Coasters. And we are now back with America's favorite game, the game of gravestones. Each week, from the beginning of the season before games were even played, each host on this uh, on this show kills one team a week and say, well, they will not make the playoffs in this year. In January, they won't be playing. They'll be golfing. We've killed a bunch of teams so far. In fact, all three hosts have killed a litany of teams that are in our grave pool. Those are Redskins, Cardinals, Giants, Falcons, Bears, Lions in the NFC. Bengals, Dolphins, Jets, Broncos, Chargers in the AFC. None of those teams are going to make the playoffs. We've all killed a bunch of teams individually. And this week, we're going to kill two more teams each. Usually, we pick only one conference at a time, but now the world is open. There's only so many teams left. So we have two teams to kill from each conference. Dangles is going to go first due to being the only one to win money last week on the Pick'em. I am second. Drew is third. So far, individually, I have killed the Titans, the Colts, and the Jaguars in the AFC, the Bengals, and the Panthers in the NFC. Dangles has killed the Titans, Raiders, and Browns, the Buccaneers, and the Rams. Drew has killed the Jaguars, Raiders, and those Steelers last or two weeks ago, and then the Rams and the Panthers. A lot of teams left. A lot of a lot of us, me and Dangles, have the Titans around. We're hoping they fall out of favor, and Drew had to take the Steelers. He hopes they fall apart as well. There might be some more fringe playoff teams that get killed today and some uh, – I'll tell you personally, I know I'm going second, but I know I'm going to make a pick that is going to shock the world right now. Dangles, you're starting us off, so let us enter the chapel and start Gravestones. Welcome, gentlemen. We are gathered here today to each place two more teams from the NFL into the ground and saying that they will not make the NFL playoffs this year. I'm up first this week. I'll be killing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow, he takes an easy one early. Anything you want to say about your Duval team? I think I've said it all already. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Nice dangles. <laughs> We're moving on to me. And this shows you why I am a genius and the two other two are idiots. Because Dangles takes an easy team. He goes off first. He could have taken a team and forced me and Drew to, to make a decision. But no, he takes an easy team. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to predict the future in this gravestone section. Because as the math works out, we can only kill for two more weeks. And this week a division is decided. 
and I'm going to predict the loser right now. Mm. And this week and this year, your Dallas Cowboys are not making the playoffs. Wow. They are going to lose to Philly, and somehow, some way, Dallas Cowboys fans are going to rejoice because Jason Garrett will be fired by Monday. Dallas loses, and no playoffs for you, Cowboys. Drew, you're up next. Wow, Tony. I love how we're idiots for taking the sure things. Yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I have one in my back pocket, too. This one pains me, boys. This was my team. I was riding high in the winner's league, picked him 21st overall. I was so proud of them. Liked them to win the AFC South, but they have fallen apart at the seams because of injuries. A valiant effort by Jacoby Brissett, T.Y. Hilton, Marlon Mack, but they're all shells of what they used to be. The Indianapolis Colts, mm. six feet under. Mm. Mm. Dangles, fourth. Fourth. I don't know why in the world uh, Tony would think that the smart move would be to pick a coin toss game instead of <laughs> instead <laughs> yeah. of choosing especially a team sure favor to win instead of choosing a sure thing like I did with the Jacksonville Jaguars who I'm going to get an automatic point for in this game because they are actually not making the playoffs and the point of this game if you'll remember is to pick teams that won't make the playoffs like the Oakland Raiders they're uh, not making dangles, the playoffs dangles, this year dangles you've already killed Oakland have I so nice oh, try try I again. lost them I lost them uh, off of my uh, <laughs> <laughs> off of my list. It's, Alrighty, o- then. it's only a time song, and we only have so long to kill these teams, well, and now you're on the bubble. <laughs> the good thing is that I'm watching the uh, 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 the timer, and you aren't, so we're in good shape here. Um, alrighty. Well, that, that changes things up a little bit. <coughs> Take two. Feel free. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Feel free to make a pick. We're rifting now. Improv. Um, you want to kill the Miami Dolphins? I've already killed them. No shit. Let's move it along. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to think here, boys. It's not quite that simple anymore. Oh, taking a short thing at the beginning. I'll it's, be fine uh, with pick number four. It's not quite that simple anymore. I'm going to kill the Cincy Bengals. Unfortunately. How the Detroit Lions do it? Maybe they should go next. Yeah. No, that would be great, wouldn't it? And again, running out of time on the song as we vamp. Well, I guess I got to go with Philly then. Philly! See, now he's the one! I just got made fun of for taking a coin toss game, and he sits there and takes the other side of it! Unbelievable, Dangles. Me and you are at war, Dallas versus Philly. Dangles takes Philly and puts him in the ground. I am going to take the Cleveland Browns because they are a piece of shit, wow. and Drew hasn't killed them yet. So now I put Drew in the hot seat. What you got? You're a dick. I know. That's how this game works, baby. Wow. Okay. Close us out, Drew. Well, my math... <laughs> Tells me this is going to be bad. You've got 60 seconds to make this pick. <laughs> I hate to do it to my boy. I'm wearing his shirt. Hurt, hurt, hurt. Oh, no. But I got to do it. We're going to all put Tennessee. It's got to be the Titans. Oh, no. My process of elimination. Oh, no. I'm yeah. snuffing same their. Thing, same thing for me. That's why the I had to The tribe has Philly. spoken, <laughs> Titans. I hope I'm wrong. John Fitzgerald. Don't know what that means, but it's got to be the Titans. Sorry. Wow. Wow. Cut Un- your dick off, Mike Vrabel. Unbelievable. So let's now, not end, let's now end the gravestone section. We have added Tennessee and the Jacksonville Jaguars to the grave pool. Bow your heads in silence. Moment of silence. Next week, we're killing the final two teams. Gravestone's coming to an end. Goodbye, Tennessee and Jacksonville. Hey, this is Dangles from the Left Coast Gamblers. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We are available on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please leave us a review. Leave us five stars if you like what you hear. Five seconds of your time is five new listeners for us. You can also find us on Twitter, at Left Coasters Pod, and on Instagram and Facebook by searching The Left Coast Gamblers. And we hope you'll check out our pages each week for new contests, live tweeting and posting on NFL Sundays, behind-the-scenes content, Content and more ways to engage with the show and make you money. And as always, thank you for listening. Left Coasters. And welcome back to the final weekly Pick'em Challenge of the year. Next week, we'll be uh, half of us will be out of town, so we'll be doing the Pick'em over the phone via the three regular hosts. But this week, we have a challenger, a challenger that has come back to the final round of this video game that we have built on the Left Coast Gamblers. Jersey Allen is back to try and take the throne that he has been fighting for. He has beaten me. He has beaten Dangles. And last person in his stead is Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookson, who is coming off 
of a tie, Drew. You tied the good old Ryan Hurd. Ryan Hurd gave a great interview on this show. He made some great picks. And he ended up tying Schaefer the Sharp. Do you have anything to say about that? Battery mates, man. Battery mates. Yep. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. That's what we do. I feel you. Well, let me tell you what, uh, what we're going to do today, Drew. Dangles and I are going to be on the side. Dangles debuting the game. I'm giving you the line. Drew's going to be making the picks for the gamblers. But me and Dangles are going to take more of a driver's seat on these picks because we would have talked you off of some terrible picks you made last week. I have two and in hindsight. I got it. I got it. We're going to be here for you this okay. week, though. Okay. We are a team. We are trying to defeat the dastardly Jersey Allen. Very okay? good. So we're going to be working as a team <laughs> together. So you're never picking the Lions again. Look at me in the eyes. You're never picking the Lions again. We agree? We Agree. It hurts. Okay. I, I can tell okay, it hurts. I know it hurts you to say that. No, I no, know no. it. I know it does. It hurts me to feel that we, I can't pick the Jaguars anymore you know, this year. But I've we've arrived at this point. We had an intervention with Dangles last week. Yeah. It took a week late for my Motor City Kitties, but we're on the same page. Alan, are you shaking in your boots over there in Jersey? Yeah. Let's What's get, the weather like? Let's get Jersey Alan in here. Calling in from Jersey. How you doing there, Alan? I mean, I'm no Dirks Bentley, but I'm glad. <laughs> Alan was very angry that he got kicked off the pod last week for Ryan Hurd. Well, hey, listen, man. Listen, we got a T-shirt right now. Drew's wearing Hurd, Hurd, Hurd. That's all it's saying <laughs> on there. It's got three Herds in bright red letters. Touching Base with Alan and Eric is the man's podcast. Touching Base with Alan and Eric. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on wherever you can listen to podcasts. Alan, you want to give us an update on any MLB news off the hot stove that's been going on? Uh, sure. I mean, I'm very pleased that this offseason has seen a lot of the big names. And that's enough MLB talk on the left coast gamblers. Let's get to the pick them. No I, more Thursday night games dangles. Let's start with Saturday. <laughs> What's going on oh, the come slate on. You for don't Saturday ask week 16? You don't ask him about Mookie Betts? Come on now. No, get out of here. Come on, you MLB's don't ask him about Mookie Betts? I'd be interested I'm going to text you about Chris Bryant. I really want to text about Chris Bryant. I'll text you, buddy. I'd be interested to hear what you have to say. think about Mookie Betts talking with the Dodgers. Fuhrer here, Tony, wants to get on with it, so we're going to going to go ahead and do that let's start uh on saturday at one uh, one o'clock eastern 10 o'clock pacific the houston texans are in tampa bay at ray j taking on the buccaneers uh the texans nine and five the buccaneers seven and seven Seven and seven and out of the playoffs. Sadly, the Buccaneers will be without Mike Evans, likely without Chris Godwin. They are uh, uh, underdogs, plus three at home for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Alan, let's go with you first, buddy. This was actually one of the hardest ones for me to pick, but I am going to go with the Houston Texans. I think you have to. I think they're coming off of a – they need the win here to, to not have to worry about Tennessee next week. Tennessee's uh, – Tampa Bay is coming off of a rough stretch. Drew, where are you going? Guys, uh, this might be your first opportunity to lend a, uh, lend a hand to Shave the Ooh. Sharp. I'm kind of leaning bucks here. Ooh. I know that uh, Evans and Godwin are out, but Jameis simply does not care. No. He's throwing the ball all, all over the yard. I've read on good faith that Arians is very, 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 very animate that the Bucks. Get eight wins this year. He does Ooh. not want them to be losers. The Texans, well said, Tony. They they can lose this game and beat Tennessee. But here's another thing, or beat Tennessee in Week 17. Yep. If the Titans lose to the Saints, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I kind of want to take the Bucks here. What do you guys think? Well, uh, maybe let me share something with you that might uh, that might sway your opinion. And I actually a tweet a tweet alerted me to this, so I can't take full credit for it, but it is very interesting. Let me read you. This is how the Texans have done this year on their schedule. You ready for this? Loss, win, win. Loss, win-win. Loss, win-win. Oh, that was a patent. Loss, win-win. Loss, win. Ah. And now here come the Buccaneers. Ah. So we are, if you are to believe that cycle, we are on uh, the second win here. The, yep. the, the, the Texans should win this game. Yep and then lose their next one. So, I don't know. You take that for whatever it is. Maybe it's just coincidence. Maybe there is a little bit of a pattern there to follow. But um, I, I would lean towards Houston personally. That's just me. Drew, I believe in trends. Is that a question on the Wonderlick test? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Drew, I believe in trends, and Jersey Allen made the Houston pick. I'd say don't try to differ with him on this one. Okay, we'll go Houston. Houston for the Gamblers. What's up next? Very good, very good. All right, next up, uh, we are going to Gillette. Foxborough. It's the Buffalo Bills taking on division rival and division leader, the New England Patriots. It's going to be a chilly one, 34 degrees at kickoff in Foxborough. The Bills 10 and 4, the Patriots 11 and 3. Great game, a game that we could see again come January. New England right now is favored minus six and a half. Drew, you're up first. You know who I want to take, who I've been taking all year. Who I've been taking all year. These teams played in Orchard Park. Earlier in the year, besides a fluke, special teams, block punt, blah, 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 blah. 
I gotta take the Patriots though. I just, I just can't. I can't uh, I, he was on I, the edge I, there. I he was on the edge there, and he Jersey talked Allen. himself off. I did. Jersey I did. Allen, what do you got? I'm gonna stick with the Pats on this one. See, I think this is an opportunity. New England could lose this game and still beat Miami in Week 17 and wrap up the division and I, the bye. So I would look at Buffalo this year as an upset I, pick. I'm okay with you taking New England though. I just would like to see, and I don't have the stats in front of me. I wonder if uh, Belichick and Brady have ever lost back-to-back home games. I'd be. I don't if, think if they, they have, have, if they have, I don't know off the top of my head, if they have, it's been a long, long yeah. time since that has. Right, can I say something? I don't know. I don't know if the Patriots have lost back-to-back home games, but I do know that the Texans have won, one lost, one, <laughs> one lost, and so on. Thank you. Thank you, Jersey Allen. Next game, Dangles. All right. Uh, next up, we finish out the Saturday slate. Uh, heading to the West Coast. It's the Los Angeles Rams up in Santa Clara taking on the San Francisco 49ers. The Rams at 8-6. and six. The Niners 11-3 and three leading the NFC West. Rams need this game to, in order to have a hope of making the playoffs. San Fran favored minus 6.5. Jersey Allen, you're up first. I made the mistake last time of betting against your hometown team, and I'm not going to mm-hmm. make that mistake again. I'm going with the Rams to win this one. I don't mind that pick at all. This is the Rams season right here. Drew, you going to follow? San Francisco, that's easy. Move on. Wow, not even a hope or a dream. San Fran no all discussion. day. Wow. Hey, no discussion. Hey, if he's as confident as he sounds, I'm taking it with him, although I would look to be L.A. Dangles, moving on to Sunday. All right, Sunday, let's get started. The 10 o'clock slate, uh, 1 o'clock for those of you listening on the other coast. It's a stinker, the Bengals and the Dolphins. Who cares? <laughs> I care. I care because someone in this room has the Bengals to be the to, to get the number uh, one overall draft pick. There you go. Pick. You got Season-long season long pet. I need Great. Cincy to lose this game. Uh, right now, Miami is favored just by a little bit, minus one at home. Drew, you're up first. I mean, I've been high on the Dolphins all years, boys. Uh, they were my best bet that was leading at halftime. They got absolutely obliterated in the second half. Ryan Fitzmagic ran out of all the magic. But here, I'm going to side with uh, a makeshift home Dolphins team. Give me the Dolphins. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Jersey Allen, you going to follow? Now, he said he's been high on the Dolphins all year? Yes. Four Jersey Allen, uh, in the middle of the season, they covered four straight times for me. Now, I've rode them a little too hard recently, but in a week, they were 4 now. They need to ATS. cover this one to they get to were, minus they one. They were maybe. inducing no small amount of nipple touching at one point during this season. That's, that's correct. Uh, I like that logic. I'll go with the dog. <laughs> he doesn't want to differ quite yet. He doesn't want to differ quite yet. What's next? The nips don't lie. Next up, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at 8-6, and six, heading to MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, to take on the New York Jets. The Steelers 8-6. Six uh, again. The Jets five and nine. Jets a plus three underdog at home. I'm gonna shock the world. Oh boy. I'm gonna shock the system. Mm. I'm going with the Jets. Yeah. I, I mean. Yeah. I mean. I can't pick. fault it. Drew, what are you gonna do? Here's my problem. How, how the hell after Saturday night? How was Duck? Favored on the road against anybody? That, it's, it, that it, it is the Pittsburgh Steelers how, defense is favored. Oh, on by the, the road. way, season long bet Bengals yeah. amazing. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Devin Bush. Might happen. No chance. I like. He made the Pro Bowl. Bosa. Nick Bosa. He wins. made the Pro Bowl. Nick Bosa. Bosa is going to win the Defensive Rookie of the Year. That's You've not lost even a, that. It's bet. not even a question. Are you going to lose this game? Who are you taking? Steelers. All right. Uh, next up, we're staying in a New York state of mind. The Giants are in mm. uh, Washington, mm. taking on the Redskins. Both teams at three and eleven. Oh, what a wonderful game this is. Love these NFC East battles. Washington, who cares off? Washington, minus two and a half at home. Might be the lowest attended game in the history of Washington in that stadium. Drew, you up first. We'll talk about the Redskins, what they did to me on Sunday. Mm. Uh, but besides that last play of the game, they actually look pretty good against yep. the depleted Eagles Competitive. team. I'm on the Redskins here. I think you have to be. With Daniel Jones coming back, no more Eli Magic. Jersey Allen, your hometown team, you love these Giants. Who's winning? I'm not betting against my boys this week. Let's go Big Blue. I think it's a toss-up. I think it's a toss-up. I really like both of these teams right now. Sadly, I need the Giants to win if I have any hope in this stupid winner's league I'm in. But regardless, let's move on. All right, uh, moving on. Next up, we have the Carolina Panthers at 5-9, and nine, taking it on <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts at 6-8. and eight. Rookie Will Greer out of, I want to say, yeah. West Virginia yeah, is Virginia. going to be starting this game over Kyle Allen. Um, and the Col- both teams well out of the playoffs at this point. So, again, another who cares off. The Carolina has looked just rudderless after the Ron Rivera firing. Indy is falling apart at the seams. Indy minus seven right now. Drew, up first. I'm sure I'll get some pushback from the boys here. Um, I like the Panthers in this spot. The, what I saw from the Colts on Monday night was a wow. team that was completely just dead. Sometimes you get a rookie quarterback that lifts the spirits of a team. And plus, 
The Panthers have Christian McCaffrey. Yep. The Colts have, like, their offense is – they have no one. T.Y. and Marlon Mack are shells of what they were this this uh, earlier this year. They're very hurt. Brissett, something looks wrong with him, too. That's, he's a shell of what yeah, he was. Yeah, There's yeah, yeah. something so off with him. So, I, I just – you know, the, the Colts, as you know, I took them in the winner's league. They yeah. fought. They battled for 10 weeks. That Thursday night game against the Texans ended their season. Um, I like the Panthers here. I just want to say that was my turn first, but you skipped me, just like you skipped me last week. <laughs> and uh, I'm actually going to go with the Colts here. I like them better at home, uh, and I think there's a group of guys on this team who are really fighting to prove that they belong on an NFL roster next year. Yep. And you said the same thing about the, uh, the Panthers a couple weeks ago. I just don't think they have it, and I do think the uh, – Colts defense, Darius Leonard, I think they're going to be all over Greer. I just think it's going to be a rough first game for him, and I think I think they've got pride on the line. I really like the Colts in this game, actually. Okay. Alrighty. All right. That could be a bad one for the old gamblers. What's next? All right. Uh, next up, we have a divisional matchup. The Hensels of the NFL right now, they're so hot. The Baltimore Ravens <laughs> taking on the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Allen gets to go twice. Yep. Or he gets to go first. Two the times Ravens, now. by the exactly. way, winners of their last ten. They are twelve and two. The Browns six and eight. Winners of their last ten, and the spread is ten and a half. Cleveland is a home dog at ten and a half. Allen, you're up first. Yeah, Baltimore. Drew, the Ravens will destroy Cleveland this week. <laughs> they will absolutely hammer the most pathetic team and yes that's my lions and your jaguars dangles the most pathetic team in the nfl the cleveland browns the baltimore ravens will hammer them all right next game speaking of those jacksonville jaguars the bold city kitties are on the road this week in atlanta taking on the falcons both teams five and nine coming into this matchup coughlin gone dan quinn somehow still around atlanta's favored minus seven and a half alan you're up again it's funny the falcons are a team that are pretty bad but i feel like they are the one team who could beat any given team at any time this season. And I think that will face no challenge with Jacksonville. I've got the Falcons. Falcons. Falcons both ways. Uh, let me say this real fast, Drew, before before we put a button on this. You don't think the fact that these 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 players in Jacksonville have gotten rid of the tyrannical ruler of Tom Coughlin and now going to play with a little bit more pep in their step, a little bit more fun. Doug Marone now coaching for his life with that team. You don't think the Jags stand a chance. Atlanta is up and down, up and down as anybody in the NFL. You don't think the Jags come to play this one final time? Falcons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Hall of Famer Tom Coughlin. Yeah, shut up. Shut up, Jersey Allen, you stupid and Syracuse, Super Bowls. And Syracuse graduate Tom Next Coughlin. Game. Next game, uh, it's the last in the uh, 1 o'clock slate. We have the New Orleans Saints at 11-3, and three, taking on the sneaky Tennessee Titans at 8-6. Uh, and six. Titans coming off a bad loss uh, to the Houston Texans. They really needed to win that game. Now they really are fighting for their lives yep. here. Tennessee, home dogs, plus three against these New Orleans Saints. Drew, you're up first. So what we didn't see in Drew Brees' 27 of 28 masterful performance on Monday night was Jacoby Brissett missed a lot of open receivers. Yes, he did. A lot of open receivers. Uh, the Saints, big emotional victory coming off Monday night. That's usually not a good spot. The Titans in a must-win spot to yep. keep their season line. I bet against them last week. I think I have a good read. I like the Titans this week. Give me the Titans. I feel it. Shout out to uh, listener Matty Coleman who hit a three-leg parlay with those New Orleans nine and a half at Monday Night Football and I told him to go against it and he didn't listen to me. He's smarter than I am. Jersey Allen though, you gotta make a pick. Jersey Allen, you gotta make a pick. (laughs) Jesus did walk on water. I think it's almost too much of a take the bait to take Tennessee here. I know it's New Orleans on the road. I know they're not as strong but I do think they're a better football team, and I think they will take this road win against Tennessee. Interesting, interesting. I like where we're standing there as a gambler. Dangles, what's next? All right, uh, we're starting the afternoon slate here in Los Angeles. The Oakland Raiders are in town to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, the Raiders 6-8, and eight, the Chargers 5-9. and nine. Unbelievable game. Unbelievable game last week for both of these teams. Los Angeles Chargers minus 7 at home, and Allen is up first. With this one, I am going, I like, literally to pick this one, I looked at position by position. Wow. And it's so many good players on the Chargers that just haven't gotten the job done this year. But I think this Raider team is pretty inept, and I'm going to go with the talent on paper and take the Chargers. 
It's tough not to. Right? Drew, are you going to follow? Um, I will take the Chargers as well, Alan. Good I think pick. you have to. I don't know Good if pick. Oakland. I don't know if Oakland has a chance. They ended their stadium in a in a quite the way last week, it, and but they do still have a chance at the playoffs, Drew. They do still have an outside outside That's right. chance That's right. at the they playoffs. Do. They do. You sure you don't want to change this pick? I mean, I gave you guys that opportunity. Whatever you guys, I think. don't think I don't think there's a case to be made for the Raiders here. How do you go out and win? No, after right. your home after your home crowd literally boos you off the field in your last game in the city. They literally told the team, "Get the fuck out of here. We don't want you here. You suck." Kind of like I, Patriots I, I, fans. What what, what 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 reason would you have to play anymore for yeah. pride? Maybe okay. if there's right. any left in that locker room, that is all they will be playing for on Sunday. All right, next game. All right, up next, uh, Drew. It's your Detroit Lions at three ten and one. They are in Denver taking on the Broncos at five and nine. The Denver minus seven at home. Don't you dare f and take these Detroit Lions. Drew, you're up first. Guys, Maddie Patricia just got a vote of confidence from Martha. <laughs> As did Bob Quinn, Dangles girl Martha, Martha. sitting up in that fr- sitting up in that booth eating her Jello, watching her. She wrote, "What does that mean? The Broncos are gonna roll. <laughs> of course, Denver's gonna win. Holy hell, God, the Lions. David, blow me. If I guess that this game comes into a tie, <laughs> a tie, you win all the money. What kind of no, I think I think it'll be a Denver win. I don't think it'll be a great game by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> it's quite the prediction by you. No one thinks it's going to be a great game. What's next? <laughs> All right, next up we have the Arizona Cardinals at four nine and one, heading to take on uh, their fellow avian counterparts, the Seattle Seahawks at eleven and three. This I think will be a great game. You might hear me talk about it a little bit later. Seattle minus nine and a half at home. Alan, you're up first. I'm going to go with Seattle. Seattle, easy pick for Allen. Drew? Seahawks will find a way to win. They always do. That's been their <laughs> It's going to be very interesting to see that team in particular in the playoffs because they play everybody close, good teams and bad teams, yet Magic Russell Wilson finds a way to win. Going to be very interesting to see if that continues to work in January. Dangles, what's next? All right, we have the final game of the afternoon slate, and oh, boy, is it a doozy. Yep. If for supremacy in the NFC East, yep. the 7-7 seven and seven Dallas Cowboys yep. in Philadelphia at the link taking on the 7-7 seven and seven Philadelphia uh, Eagles. Uh, makes you, this is this is the winner. The winner of this wins the NFC East. It's going to happen. This is coming down to this. Philly, underdog at home, plus three. Drew, who's winning the NFC East? Well, I do have a season-long bet on Philly to win the NFC East. Ooh. Um, man, I've gone back and forth on this game. Yep. On this drive here. Yep. Right now. Yep, it's a tough game. <laughs> Listen, Dallas um, Dallas this, just uh, beat the pants off of the L.A. Rams. Philly could barely beat the Washington Redskins. That score obviously and, and, did not tell and, what the game was. And here's the thing. Dallas clearly more healthy, more talented. Yes. On the road against much better coaching. In a big-time game. People wrote them off last week. People expect something this week from Dallas. It's tough. Jason Garrett. I mean, I, I guess, yeah, are, are these guys playing for yeah. him anymore? Because, uh, I mean, I, I, I think I everybody is pretty pretty and, is in agreement. He's not going to be the coach of the Dallas Cowboys And obviously year. news out of Dallas that Dak's shoulder is a little funky. Yep. He had an MRI on his shoulder this week, yes. He says he's kind of limited. Man, oh, man, oh, man. With Jerry watching from his booth and his weird high fives and fist pumps. Pull the trigger. Got to be Cowboys. Cowboys for Drew. I don't know if I agree uh, with I, it. I, Alan. I don't even know if I agree with it. I see this game as, you know, you ever play Madden with your friends and it's the first person to mess up loses? That's yep. what this game will be. Yep. And I do think Dallas will take it on the road. Wow. I think they're a better football team, but wow. they both are just terrible teams who don't deserve the playoffs. Drew, if you were going second here, we can't change your pick because Allen already went, but if you were going second here, I would have banged the drum to say go against Allen just because this is a coin flip. No, you're right. This is a coin flip. This is a tough one. All right, next game, Sunday night. This one might be a little easier. we got two primetime games uh, to round it out for us. First one is the Sunday night game, the Kansas City Chiefs at 10-4, and four, uh, taking on the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field, Bears 7-7. Seven and seven. <laughs> Hold on. I'm laughing thinking about last week's game against Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> told you they'd win. I told you they'd win. People thought the Bears were going to make the playoffs. <laughs> you Chicago. thought they were going to lose. Chicago. You both thought they were going to lose. When I picked them I'm, in my parlay, Chicago, you told me it was over. I'm Chicago, not laughing, home dog, home dog, plus six. Alan, you're up first. I got to say, I think Kansas City's really coming into their own. Yeah. And I think their defense is kind of getting closer to their offense. I think they're 
I think they're a better team than they were last year, honestly. And wow. I think they will they will do very well in Chicago. I got the Chiefs. Drew, you gonna follow? Alan, uh that's good analysis, my boy. The Chiefs last four games, they have not given up more than seventeen points. Mm. Um I like Kansas City here. Yeah, I think you have to. Patty Mahomes no longer injured. That offense is clicking. Travis Kelsey, Jesus, how many catches is he going to have? Someone might want to cover him. Yeah, Lastly, he's, he's Monday good. Night Football for another division. Dangles, what yeah, we got? Yeah, you won't be laughing if they don't get things done in Minneapolis on Monday night. Your boys, it's the Packers taking on the Minnesota Vikings at the boat. The Packers 11-3, and the Vikings 10-4. and This has a lot on the line for the NFC North here. Interesting line for this game. Minnesota minus 5 at home. Usually you get 3 points of being at home. That means Vegas thinks Minnesota's a two-point better team than these Green Bay Packers who lead the division and have already beaten these Vikings earlier in the season. I don't like the line at all. Yeah, um, line's tough. And line's why is it going up? Why is yep. it going up? I don't yep. understand it. Not profitable to bet against Aaron Rodgers when he's over a, 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 a three-point dog, but I will take the Vikings here. Alan, you going to follow? It is snowing here, which makes me really think about how cool this NFC North matchup is. I wish it was in Green Bay in the snow. I think it's Minnesota's game to lose. I'm going to go with the Vikings. I I cannot fault either of you for not no. picking my Packers because this is another game where I think the Packers could be okay with losing. Yeah. As much the the only thing that would solve the that would change this is if New Orleans or Seattle falls on Sunday, Green Bay will know a win here pretty much secures them a bye week. Jersey Allen. That was your, you've taken the sword from the stone. You've tried to attack the big guys on here. You've slayed two of the beasts. You're now facing the final one. Your picks are in. Do you have anything to say before you uh, exit this show for the final time? Uh, to, well, hopefully I'm back next season. I was going to say, we'll uh, have to have him back if he title. wins again. Um, I will say this, Tony, using your own words, I hope you guys have a great Christmas holidays. And I really, really had a great time, and I hope to be back. Thanks, buddy. We had wow. a great time having you on. Happy to have you here. And again, you can listen to Jersey Allen on the Touching Base podcast, Touching Base with Allen and Eric. You can listen to that wherever you find your podcast. They do a heavy MLB show. We do a heavy NFL show. It's a war of the sports on the Left Coast Gamblers Pick'em section. For Dangles, for Tony, Shea for the Sharp representing us, let's move on to King of the Coast. And thank you, Jersey Allen, for calling in. King of the Coast is next. Thanks, Allen. Left Coasters. Uh, welcome, everyone, back to the Left Coast Gamblers. It's week 16. We're winding down to the end of the King of the Coast section. We started up with 100 units each. We make three bets a week. Every quarter, the every quarter of the season, the units move up. Right now, we're betting 30 units each week. Max bet is 15. And last week, me and Drew, who have been above 100, above Making money all year, Drew. We've been making money all year, and last week we both got shellacked and we're under the 100 oh, mark. We just dipped for the first just time. Just dipped it. 15 weeks, Tony. Yeah. Hey, it's a good run. Let's let's get it back. Let's get it back indeed. Listeners, this means something to us. If, Absolutely. If, 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 if you don't think it means something to us, then you're higher than a kite. <laughs> we are going to kill it. Yes. We yes, promise we are. you. Drew is leading the game right now. He has 90 units to his name. I have 86. Dangles came back with his back against the wall, as we stated earlier, 44 and a half units. He is back in the game and ready to bet another 30 and try to make more money. Guys, I got a feeling we're all going to be above 500 by the end of the regular season, above 100 units, I should say. Are you excited about it, Dangles? I see your face lighting up. <laughs> yeah, I am excited. Like I said, I'm just happy to still be in it. <laughs> happy to be here. You know here. what I mean? I was <laughs> I was literally going into uh, into last week expecting to come into this week to make like one five-team parlay worth half a unit for all the marbles to stay afloat or, or to sink to the bottom of the ocean like Jack in Titanic. Hey, I'm holding on to the door, and I'm really freaking cold, but, uh, but, but I got one last chance. I got one last breath. Hopefully. Hopefully, baby. Drew, but before we do, I want to take another trip to the Shafe of the Sharp Gambling School. We've been talking a lot of teasers in these games, in these pickums. I love to take a teaser. I got another one written down this week, but for you, for the uninitiated, for the new listener here, for the novice gambler like dangles himself just very quickly and uh, succinctly explain what a teaser is a teaser is when you manipulate the line uh six to seven points either way for example if the houston texans are minus three on saturday which they are if you take a six point teaser they'd move to plus three and obviously if you took a six and a half be plus three and a half if you took a seven it'd be plus four yep the key to teasers are you want to you want to get through key numbers the key numbers in gambling are always going to be three seven and zero 
Simply put, that's a field goal game. That's a touchdown game. That's a 10-point game. Yep. So what you're looking to do is you're looking to tease through those numbers. So obviously, if you see a 6.5, if you see a 9, if you see a 2.5, those are very good numbers to tease. A lot of pros, a lot of pros will almost automatically uh, tease those numbers specifically. Yep. And obviously, what you're looking for in a teaser is you're looking for teams that they're hard to get margin. Yep. Clearly, you're not going to take a high-variance team that has a tendency to blow people out. Don't ask me why I've taken teasers against the Ravens this year. Yep. That's been piss-poor strategy. You're looking for close games that you feel will be within seven points of that given line. Got you. Got you. Okay, I like that. And, uh, again, uh, my father always said when we talked about gambling that bookies have wings of their mansions titled teaser. Yes. That's why they're called teasers. And there's also a saying that says teasers aren't pleasers. Teasers aren't pleasers, but, baby. But I've been hitting them. But I've been hitting them on this I, show. I, I want to I I un, unveil one thing, mm. uh, Tony Squares and, and Dangles. There is such a thing as a three-team 10-point teaser mm -hmm. at minus 120, meaning mm -hmm. you have to spend a dollar 20 to win a dollar. Yep. You might be hearing something later. Uh-oh. Mm. Uh-oh. And with that, let's jump in to week 16 king of the coast dangles you're going to be up first 44 and a half units to play with what do you got uh all right uh let's get started um with oh gosh i don't even know where to start this week um well oh okay let's start here um <laughs> just picking uh, a number off the board no, I like week, this one. no let's start here week 16 teams there's an interesting stat i found today going back to 2000 teams that will finish the year with a losing record getting points against another team that will finish year with a losing record are 54 26 and 4 against the spread in week 16 so that's a 67 and a half percent cover rate uh -huh. in week 16 uh -huh. that is why i'm betting the giants to cover two and a half points against the washington redskins oh puke no you don't like puke. it oh my god giants favored right yeah uh no, no they're, dogs. they're dogs okay they're so dogs. the giant giants covering plus two and a half against yeah. the redskins redskins have been playing good eli manning is not playing anymore it's gonna be daniel jones i don't know if i agree with that dangles how many units you putting on i'm gonna do eight units on that bet eight units new york giants plus two and a half man i mean i hope they cover because again yeah. i got them in the winner's league drew what do you got Guys, fresh off the shape of the Sharp teaser school, I'm going for it. Ooh. I saw my numbers, and I like these numbers. I'm going for my first ever three-team 10-point teaser. That's at minus 120. Yep. I'm risking 12 units to win 10. I am taking my first bet. Baltimore is minus 10. I think they are going to destroy the Browns. <laughs> A, they're the best team in football. B, they have extra rest. It's Harbaugh versus Freddie Kitchens. The Browns are a just dumpster fire. They gave up last week. So I'm teasing Baltimore all the way down to a PK. Wow. My second leg, the San Francisco 49ers. The, the, the Rams completely fools gold the last couple weeks. They sh they really showed their true colors against the Cowboys. This team is done. Wow. I think they had a couple nice nice performances. Wow. San Francisco really needs this game. I think, that, I think the game against the Falcons was kind of predictable, just coming off that emotional high against yep. the Saints. And a look ahead. And a look ahead. Um, they need this game to keep pace with the with with the uh, Seahawks, Seahawks for sure. So I'm teasing them all the way from six and a half to plus three and a half. So we're on the right side of the field goal there. San Francisco plus three and a half. And uh. my last leg, the Detroit Lions. Do you think for one second Kenny Galladay, who's on my fantasy team all year, just crushing it? David Blow, can they give him the ball? No. Freaking Denver minus six and a half. <laughs> I'm teasing them. I'm teasing Denver. I'm teasing Denver plus three and a half. That's an easy. 12 to win 10, Baltimore, PK, San Francisco, plus three and a half, and Denver, plus three and a half. I can't wait for Detroit to blow Denver out of the water and cost Drew this bet. That will not happen. The Honolulu Blues coming back. Listen, my first bet of the week, uh, I, I, this, this gave me trouble all week, but again, I'm staring at it, and I like to go against the grain. I really do. This team, you, you ever see Return of the Jedi Dangles? Of course. So when the Ewoks are being attacked... They're being decimated by the ATST and all these other speed, speed and the, bikes. And the adats and the yeah. speed bikers. Yeah, yes, they're getting of course. decimated. Their, their comrades are falling and not getting up, and they're trying to pull them up, and they cry over their dead bodies. But then finally, out of nowhere, they rejoice. It all comes together, and they finally defeat the Empire. They take them all down, and they all rejoice. They throw their hands in the air. Life is good again. The troubles are gone. The troubles are gone in Jacksonville. 
Tom Coughlin was fired from his job. We talked about it at the jump of the show. This team is going to come out and have a blast. Shad Khan said in the statement that we read, he, the expectations are high for these final two weeks. Let me tell you, Atlanta is not a juggernaut. Jacksonville is going to go in and not only cover, I'm taking the money line and the Jacksonville Jaguars to win that game. The Ewoks rejoice. Wow. Plus 270. I'm betting 10 units on it. Very confident in this bet. Jacksonville, 10 units to win 27 wow. units. Doug Marone coaching for his job. Dangles, you're up next. Wow, that's pretty good. Going uh, along with the uh, the 67.5% cover rate uh, for teams that will finish the year with a losing record, getting points against others who will finish the year with a losing record. My second uh, bet of the week is going to be on uh, the Saturday game. I'm going with the over in the Rams-San uh, Francisco 49ers game. These two teams always play each other tough. Um, I know we got two good defenses on the field here, two good pass-rushing squads. Uh, but I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think those two teams break 45 right now easily. Uh, it's even money. I am going to bet 10 units on this. Okay, 10 units on the L.A. San Fran over 45. Drew? Guys, I'm going back to New England here. I love this game. I'm so excited to watch it. I want to take the Bills so bad. Yep. I want to take the Bills so bad. I think bad. they flat-out win. I, I really think they have a chance to win. I want to take the under. I want to take the under. Okay. But no, no, no. Wait, oh, wait, 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 oh, wait, wait. Oh. That that number's crawling down. It's crawling yeah. down. I just am worried about a fluky special teams or defensive touchdown. I like the Bills. I like the under. What's my best bet of this game? Uh. New England. Team total. Ooh. Under. 22 and a half. Oh. Have they got that in five weeks? No, they have not. Have they played a defense like the Bills in five weeks? No, they have not. When the first time they played the Bills, how many points did they score? 16. Uh. This is a lock. Now, you're going to pay a little bit of juice. It's minus 130. Ooh. So it's going to be 11 units to win eight and some change. But we'll, for the pod, we'll I'll say 8.5. Thank you. We'll say 11 to win 8.5. Okay. New England under team total 22 and a half. That's obviously not the game total. That's the Patriots team total. 22 and a half. They've not reached that number in five weeks. Interesting. I think you're the biggest threat to that winning for you, Drew, is Stephon Gilmore. He's got more touchdowns than, yeah. yes, he's, yes. He's yes, got yes. more touchdowns I think he's than the tor- receivers I think, yeah, he's covered. I think he could potentially torture uh, Josh Allen. <laughs> uh, I'm up next. Okay, so uh, if you listen to the Thanksgiving special, we had some great guest hosts on there, Chafe and Cheese. And Cheese in particular made one of the best bets this show has seen. He took the three Thursday Thanksgiving games and took first half parlay on all three best of these bet, games. Yeah. And he hit. He hit. It was the best bet we've had on this show. I'm going to follow suit Saturday. Saturday, we have three games. Saturday, we have three games that are very, very juicy. I don't know what's going to happen in the Houston-Tampa Bay game, so I'm going to stay away from that. But the other two, I got a good feeling. I like these Buffalo Bills a lot. I think they come out hot in New England. And I also like these Rams. I know people are off their scent. I don't know if they're going to win. I don't even know if they're going to cover by the end of it. But I know for a fact they're going to come out hot. I'm taking the first half Buffalo plus three and a half, tied with the first half Los Angeles Rams plus three and a half. That's 10 to win 25 units. 10 to win 25 units. First half hot teams, Rams, Buffalo, both. Plus three and a half. Dangles, your max bet. All right, my max bet for the week. Here we go. Uh, at this point, I feel like I'm playing with house money in a lot of ways, you guys. After oh, that, really? After that win last week, I mean, I'm going to finish out the season, you know, not underneath. So, I mean, I mean I'll mean, i be under what we started with, but I won't have lost all my units. And for me in my first season of doing this, uh, that's a victory. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to go back to what won me last week. Uh, a lot of money. We're going to go back to the Triple D. Charlie Conway. We're going to go back to the Triple D. Another three-team money line parlay. Oh, and I'm wow. going to start it with my New England wow. Patriots on Saturday. I see this oh, the complete no. opposite way of you, that uh, Drew. I see this as a get-right game for the New England Patriots. I know Brady's elbow is in question. I think he's going to be fine by Sunday. Um, they're going to have to figure something out in the passing game. There's no doubt about that. I think it comes down to the defense not allowing the Bills to score and the Patriots doing just enough to get by and win this game. Uh, they are they have proven their dominance over the Bills over the last several seasons. They are not going to lose this game to their in-division rival who they have slapped around the AFC East for the last 20 years uh, when it matters most to them. They're not going to do that in front of the Gillette crowd, in front of your dad, Tony. Uh, so they are the first leg. Uh, second leg, I do feel confident about that Houston game. The The trio of Will Fuller, uh, wow. Kenny Stills, and DeAndre Hopkins were able to do some work on what is a, a not terrible Titan secondary. The Buccaneers secondary is absolutely putrid. I am not uh, betting on them to be able to lock up DeAndre Hopkins or either of those two other speeds 
Monsters. So I like Houston to win their game against Tampa Bay. And finally, Tony, I'm going back to the Packers on Monday night. I really think they're going to beat the Vikings in Minnesota. I agree with Alan. You don't bet uh, against Aaron Rodgers with his back against the wall uh, as an underdog. I think he's going to come out here and uh, come out there and prove everybody wrong. And they beat the Minnesota Vikings for supremacy in the NFC North. I'm betting 12 units to win 66. <laughs> wow, Santa. Did you sit on Santa's lap, bro? Give me the loot. <laughs> you must be sitting on Santa's uh, lap, bro. That's a New that England is, New England loot. money If I line. had a scissor lift sound effect, I would play it right New now. England. I actually thought of you uh, earlier. Uh, early, I actually This heard, one's for you, Dangles. I appreciate it. New England money line, Houston money line, and Green Bay money line. I actually thought of deep. you. Uh, I was eating dinner with my family, uh, my in-laws earlier this week, and my my little nephew started playing with this kid's toy that had a, a truck beeping sound, and I was this close to recording it because it was an actual sound better than scissor lift. Dangles takes a three-team money line bet. New England, Houston, Green Bay, 12 units to win 66 units. The low man trying to climb back on top. Drew, your max bet. Guys, Drew, you've uh, my listeners, fallen apart these max bets hey, these past few weeks. You don't think I know that, Tony? <laughs> you don't think the weight of the world's on these freaking shoulders? <laughs> you don't think I've been feeling like I've been getting effed in the A, <laughs> that I take the Dolphins, and they're up at halftime, they just completely fall apart? Look, I've if lost you're going to pick the Dolphins, you're making no, your own hey, bed no, there, no, buddy. No, 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 no. Hey, well, I've done it all year, buddy. I'm 4-2 at ATS. I, this means something to me. I'm 11-5-1. I've lost two in a row on these yep. best bets. Yes. I... Looked everywhere this week. I had a couple of leans. I had a couple of likes. I had a couple of circles. What do I like? I am going to the great Pacific Northwest. Mm. Now, Seattle Seahawks, they've mm-hmm. had six home games this year. Their record is four and two. They've won their four victories by a combined 15 points. Their practice report today, Bobby Wagner didn't practice. Quandre Dixon didn't practice. Jadavion Clowney didn't uh, didn't practice. And Ziggy Anza was a partial practice. I don't think Ziggy Anza's been around since since the Lions drafted him like 10 years ago. Yeah. Essentially. The Arizona Cardinals come in to Seattle having played in the Seahawks once, getting nine points, coming off a very, very impressive victory against the pathetic Browns. Yep. The Seattle Seahawks, of course, you know, right now they have the number one seed, but this game. Literally means nothing for the division race. Yes. They could lose this game by 100, and next week for all the marbles on probably a flex game of Sunday Night Football, they play San Francisco for all the beans. This is my max bet. 15 units, Mm. Arizona Cardinals, plus 9. 15 units, max bet. You know what time it is. (laughs) Back up the scissor lift. Back up the Brinks truck. Schaefer the Sharps back. Put some lump in your stocking. Wait, wait, no, that, that, some lump? no, 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 no. Keep no. it going. Okay. Lump in your stocking. Yeah, no, 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 I love no, 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 no. it. Keep the no. symmetry going. Take the coal out of your stocking. Get okay. off the, the sharps. Last two bets. Santa's coming to town, baby. Merry <laughs> Christmas and Happy New Year. Drew, I'm actually going to give you Arizona plus nine and a half because I may have taken them as well in my next bet. So plus nine and a half for Arizona. Fifteen units. That's the max bet from Drew. Mine right here. I ended it with this. It's my lowest bet, my lowest winning total for this game so far this week. But I wanted to end it because it is that three-team teaser that Drew told us about earlier. I'm taking Arizona and teasing them up to plus 15 and a half just in case. I am taking Green Bay to plus 11. Divisional game. I'm not sure Green Bay wins, but I know they keep it close. Green Bay plus 11. And the last one is, we've already talked about how New Orleans does not need this game against Tennessee, and Tennessee is up against the wall. Tennessee teasing them up to plus 9. I think they keep it close. I know New Orleans just blew out Indy. Tennessee is better than Indy at this very moment. So that's Tennessee plus 9 at home. Arizona plus 15 going to Seattle, and Green Bay plus 11 going to Minnesota. 10 units to win 15 units. I got three 10-unit bets. I don't want to do this 5, 10, 15 anymore. I keep losing the max bet and losing money. 10 units across the board. I'm making money this week, baby. And we are all making money this week. That is your King of the Coast section. That is our Week 16 show. Next week, it's going to be a fun one. little holiday special for you guys. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy whatever you celebrate. That's the end of the Left Coast Gamblers for Week 16. Boys, are you excited for a little divisional race winnings this week? I am fired up. I have never been so motivated to win King of the Coast this week, yep. boys and girls. I yep. do not like going below that 100. All year I've been plus money. Let's go, Tony. We're finishing strong. 
We're making some money right now. Dangles, the only winning gambler last week. What do you got to say as we head out? Well, here's hoping that three-team parlay hits again, and I can actually get back into plus money for this year. And don't bet the fucking Chargers! I love the Triple Deke. I love the Triple Deke. And as always, we end our show every week with the same, although if they don't make the playoffs this year, we're going to have to find a new catchphrase. Let's go with a ram it. Jesus is the reason for the season. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.